Hello, welcome to 1000 Words, Stories on the Way. My name is Matthew Clark. Thanks for being here today. Right now, I'm doing a series of podcasts to introduce you to the folks who wrote chapters for a book I released at the beginning of the summer called A Tale of Two Trees. But it's not just a book. It's also an album of songs. So I asked 11 writer friends each pick a song from the album and write a chapter. So this week, I'd like to introduce you to my friend Lancia Smith, who when I asked her if she'd write a responsive essay to a song on A Tale of Two Trees, she chose track number seven on the album, which is a song called Let Your Roots Go Deep. The theme of this second album in the Well trilogy is about keeping faith in Jesus during this time of exile or drought. And Lancia has a lot of experience with seasons of deep grief and drought. She also knows a lot about trees and plants and about tending to things so that they might grow and flourish. She is a cultivator and a gardener, not just in her work, but also deep at heart. The song Lancia chose is about our call to dig in for the long haul of faith. The living water that was drawn up to the surface for the Samaritan woman in John 4 seems now to have disappeared. Life is full of seasons of painful thirst, disappointment, loss, grief, and weariness. And when these withering seasons show up after we've Put our trust in Jesus. Um, that can be confusing. You know, wasn't faith supposed to fix everything? Uh, it's very tempting to collapse, to give up, to uproot ourselves. But Jesus himself is no foreigner to this kind of experience. He is God, after all, and his life on earth was pretty miserable. But he calls us to persevere, to send our thirsty roots even further down into the soil, where deep waters wait. Uh, You know, we look around at these empty ravines, these dried up riverbeds, and we may uh, misread the signs as pointing to emptiness and despair. And if we do, we'll be eaten up by cynicism. But if we can read the emptiness of that riverbed as a promise waiting to be filled like a keyhole whose void is waiting for a key to unlock it. Then, even hunger and thirst become clues that point us to a good thing that is coming. So let me introduce you to Lancia. Lancia E. Smith is an author, photographer, teacher, and business owner. She's the founder and executive director of Cultivating Magazine, and its discipleship and creative team, The Cultivating Project. She's served in executive management, church leadership, school boards, and art and faith organizations for over 30 years, a recovering addict herself. With more than 40 years of sobriety, Lancia has done extensive support counseling. Her defining life focus is discipleship, expressed through mentoring, nurturing, and teaching. Lancia and her husband Peter 
make their home in the black forest of Colorado Springs. I'd also like to read the short intro to The Cultivating Project, which Lancia heads up and where I write alongside a host of other wonderful folks. Uh, from the website, it says, The Cultivating Project is a nurtured fellowship of Christian writers and makers committed to cultivating holy character, deep-rooted community, and excellence of craft. Together we offer a type of pilgrims in through our publications, workshops, and products, each one made to inspire, strengthen, and give courage to our fellow sojourners. If you are drawn to cultivating, it is likely that you are one of us. You're among kindred here. You can find The Cultivating Project at thecultivatingproject.com. Uh, check that out. So much good stuff there. Um, Lancia and I first met because I left a comment on a website interview that she had done with Malcolm Geit back in, I don't know, 2012, I think. And she responded to that comment, and then we ended up connecting in real life later and becoming friends. And I owe a lot to Lancia because uh, she was maybe the first person to ever encourage me to see myself as a writer. I really couldn't see that for myself. And she's challenged and championed me over the years, called out gifts in me that I didn't even know were there, uh, made a place for me to write at The Cultivating Project, and has welcomed me in her home many times. And she's really become a dear friend. So you never know where a little comment on a blog might lead you. And I'm really grateful to the Lord for how He brings about these kinds of friendships and connections. During a season of intense loss in her own life, Lancia still made time to be a part of this project. And she wrote a beautiful essay for A Tale of Two Trees. Uh, and I am forever grateful. So here is Lancia Smith reading an excerpt from her essay, um, a response to the song Let Your Roots Go Deep, entitled Reaching for the Unseen. For a moment, imagine yourself as a tree. Forget the unique capacities that make you different from all other living things on our beautiful planet. Think simply of the mystery of being, of life moving through you, of awareness without words, of breath as intake and outflow, of light from sun, moon, and stars, of darkness of night and darkness of soil, of wind moving around you, of being loved and known just as you are. Again and again, God, our Maker, compares us to the plant kingdom, to grass, vines, and trees, especially trees. Why would God compare us most often to trees and not other mammals? The answer lies just beyond our view. And if we want to understand this, we will have to reach for it. Like a tree, parts of our being are visible to all. We have been given a body, and so has each tree. And like a tree, our physical body can be said to have a trunk 
our torso, branches, those are arms and legs, leaves, hands, feet, fingers, toes, hair. But just as trees do, a far greater part is living and working beyond the view of others and even beyond our own view. And here is where the comparison begins to make more sense. As human beings, we too have roots. While we can't at first glance see and identify them physiologically, they are surely real and not simply a metaphor. As Christ followers, we send down the roots of our being into the Messiah himself, and there, in him, he calls us to something that we are made for. He calls us to abide. Abide. It means to dwell enduringly, without wandering or departing. Abide means to remain. It means to put down roots. To live in Christ is to be rooted. Now, unlike trees, which must remain fixed and rooted where they are planted and cannot move themselves of their own volition, we are given the great and terrible power of mobility. We must choose to remain where we are planted. We must choose to remain fixed and rooted, come what may, grounded and established, anchored and attached. We must choose to abide. We take the expression of rooted and grounded from Paul's prayer for the Ephesians in chapter 3, verses 16 through 17 and 19. He wrote that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with power through his spirit in the inner man, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be filled to all the fullness of God. Now, with both roots and branches, the majority of the plant kingdom live simultaneously in soil and air, in dark and light. In other words, in two entirely different environments. They are amphibious in that way. Reborn in Christ and made new creations, we too live simultaneously in two completely different realms, the seen and the unseen, in the dark and in the light, one bound in time and one beyond time. Being rooted means that part of us must dwell in hidden places, undisturbed in darkness, in order to sustain part of us in the light. Lancia, thank you so much for sharing with us today. And now, here is the song that Lancia chose from the album A Tale of Two Trees. Uh, the song is called Let Your Roots Go Deep.
while Here while there's a quiet hour We'll whisper with these witnesses These steady stars Who shine out in the universe Marking out this path of ours That only faith has eyes to see The ends in joy Let your roots go deep, let your roots go deep Is the word of truth you heard beginning to grow faint Let your roots go deep, let your roots go deep Don't give up the fight just yet Fix your eyes on Christ and let your roots go deep Let your roots go Heaven crowns. He washes weary pilgrim feet with river song. And even though this river bed does not bear a river yet, these trees that grow no underground deep waters wait. And oh, let your Upon a cornerstone the world rejects So if today you hear his voice Still and small amidst the noise Don't miss the call to fall into his open Let your roots go deep 
right, please check out thecultivatingproject.com where you'll find the writing community that Lancia has cultivated for you. And uh, grab a copy of A Tale of Two Trees on Amazon or on my website so you can read the rest of Lancia's chapter there. It's so good. I really do love it. And lastly, I am currently on the road for my fall house concert tour. So check out the tour dates on my website, matthewclark.net, and come to a house concert. If there's one near you, come on. Come on over. I'd love to sing these songs for you in real non-internet life. (laughs) That is still a thing, you know. So it'd be great to see you. Come on back here next week, and I'll be featuring another author, Amber Saladin, who wrote uh, for the song uh, The Word Became Flesh. She wrote a great essay on singing together. So stay tuned, and thanks so much for listening. See you next time on 1000 Words.